That Force Radio. That Force Radio is rated M for mature. Or should that be immature? Hey guys, Dustin Wint. Hey, this is Scott Snyder. This is Paul Dini. And you're listening to Bat Force Radio. And you're listening to Bat Force Radio. You're listening to Bat Force Radio. This is Tom King. I write Batman Bitch. And this is Bat Force Radio. Alright, welcome to Bat Force Radio, the Batman slash DC podcast with no limits. And the stack is back. We got a nice comic book stack episode tonight. I got Robin Cross up in Canada. Yo. And I got the Grumpler over in Queens, New York. Alright, so, quick one tonight. We're going to do, uh, I'm going to ask you guys about Three Jokers, number one by Jeff Johns and Jason Fabok. Long time coming. Long time coming for this book. And the question is, was it worth it? With the first issue so far, do you guys think it was worth the wait? Absolutely it was. Oh, shit. I mean, I wish it came out sooner, but, you know, but they got it done as quickly as they were able to, but it was definitely worth waiting. Nice. How, how many pages is this uh, issue? Uh, 48. <laughs> so it's a 48-page bastard. Nice, chunky. Uh, it is. Nice, chunky. You guys go to your comic shops and pick this one up. Uh, tell us about the variants real quick. How, like, how many variants are there? Okay, so there's the standard uh, cover with Joker holding the crowbar, mm. and then there is the regular variant cover is the close-up shot of Batman with blood splattered on the side of his cowl. Mm, nice. uh, aside from that, there is the 1 in 25 cover, which is a really uh, high-contrast uh, pink and purple mm. uh, cover. Uh, really feels like the those high contrast colors from the original release version of uh, Killing Joke before the before Brian Boland recolored it for the anniversary edition. Mm. And then after those, there are three premium variants. So for each of these, uh, for each of the three issues, they're all gonna have three uh, premium variants. Uh, all the covers still by uh, Jason Fabok and Brad Anderson. Mm. But uh, each one is Joker in different iconic uh, looks, mm. you know, different iconic scenes from his history. I like that green one. I think that's my favorite. I think that's a one in 25. Um, yeah. That one it has like a Killing Joke kind of throwback to yeah. it. Killing yeah, Joke. Yeah, that's what I meant. Uh, the, the green and purple. Nice. Uh, not, not whatever it is. Did, did you get all of them? I got almost all of them. We got... Uh, screwed on our shipping and one of our boxes hasn't arrived yet oh sh so one of uh one of the premium variants uh we're still waiting on that box to show up okay all right so you enjoy what about you grumps did you enjoy this first issue yeah yeah i really enjoyed it, it was good nice that was really good where'd you where'd you uh, get your book from uh well first i, I downloaded a digital copy yeah in, in the morning and then um, uh, in the afternoon, I went to pick up uh, a copy at Midtown Comics. Okay, uh, so loves that work today. Yes, yeah, so um, they gave me one of those fancy little cards. I don't know if Robin got it. He probably did. Oh, the Joker yeah. playing card. Nice. That's really yeah, cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And I just got the the basic Batman with the blood splatter. All um, right, c cop and go. Right, nice. I like yeah, it. Yeah, that was <laughs> it, real quick. I like um, that shit. The the hand exchange is good. It, it, it's a visual treat. You know? 
Yeah. So Jason Fabix art delivers on this book, you guys would say? Yeah, absolutely. D- d- knocks out. I mean, it's, it's just like, you, you don't, I mean, look, you don't want anyone else drawing Batman after this. Woo! I, I don't, you know. <laughs> I, I, always, I always felt that Fabic was Jim Lee on steroids. Like, he yeah. just, you know, like, Jason Fabic's the guy. Um, absolutely. Woo! We need some more Jason Fabic figs. So, so yeah, it's, and and it's been it's been crazy watching his evolution in his art because you know anyone who's been following his his work long enough or you know listened to him the numerous times he's already been on the show, uh, he started out you know really being uh, nurtured and taught by David Finch. Yeah. But since then, you know, since Jay became a household name on his own. His work has really been evolving, and you know he's just been developing his own style over the years, uh, moving beyond uh, what what he was doing uh, back with Dave. And uh, yeah, there, it's you'd be hard pressed to to call anyone better. Mm. Yeah, that's that's an accurate assessment. I remember when when I guess when he first started out, or we first started, I first started to notice him. Mm. I thought it was Finch at first, but it was like. It kind of looks like French, but this is a little different. It's a little, you mm. know, I like this a little better. Oh shit, that's not him. Mm, yeah, um, they're they're both so similar. And man, Finch, I love how Finch draws women though. Okay, um, we we got Bad Force Tom just hopped in. He... Hey guys, it's actually Dan the Dio here. Just wanted <laughs> to say fantastic Dan. job. <laughs> also, I hope everyone picked up Batman Three Jokers today. It was my brainchild before I got axed. <laughs> nice Grumps got Is that Rooster Teeth shirt Grumps? Bait Bait Okay that's I can't keep up man So much shit So much So much gear And merch floating around Everywhere I don't know What the fuck's going on Anymore Fucking Bat Force hats And shit What the fuck <laughs> Shit is crazy These days Alright so So take me through This story man Of the first issue Of Three Jokers What's going on well, the the first pages we had seen um, several months ago, they uh, they had released the first what three or four pages online. Yeah. And uh, we had actually really deeply dissected those pages with Jason Fabok the last time he was on the show to talk about Three Jokers. Right. So uh, the book leads off with you see the Batmobile driving through the property of Wayne Manor, and it smashes through the. Uh, gravestones of Thomas and Martha Wayne and then Batman climbs out drags himself out of the Batmobile and he's just bleeding to shit oh shit Hmm. and then it cuts inside the Batcave and we get some really nice shots of details in the cave Uh, so you see you know the the, all of the the mainstays the traditional stuff in the cave you've got the penny uh, the, the suits in the glass in the glass domes uh there's a, one of the wall displays has Joker's gun with the, the click flag on it. Mm. And then three Joker cards. There are specifically three, which is you know, fitting for the story. Mm. And various other Joker props. And then there are displays for the other villains. You see Riddler, Two-Face, Catwoman, and Bane. All their little I don't, I don't remember shrines in there. Mm. For them, anyway. Yeah. Mm. I think it was there. I feel like we had gone over uh, 
those ones, but they're they are pretty small. So man, that's a just overlooked yeah. them. that's a thick book. Let me see that, Grumps. Let me see that page. Wow, look are at those. those uh, Who did the colors on this book? That is Brad Anderson. Fuck, the colors are gorgeous. Uh, uh, as did far as I'm concerned, the only guy that uh, Jay should work with anymore. Yeah. Were we asking? Did he talk about? Did he talk about um, significance of the rogues, uh, like the rogues part of the uh, of the cave? Like, did he talk about where he got that from? What's the influence there for him? Ah, uh, probably. I can't remember. Mm. It was a few months ago. Now. I don't remember shit. What's, what's yeah. really cool here is uh, if you guys remember the original Killing Joke. Uh, I guess before uh, Bolin did it over. They have the like the original bat suit. Yeah. In the case, that's pretty cool. Mm. Yeah, yeah, with, with that symbol. Oh shit! Yeah, sick. Mm. So what? what... So uh, anyway, uh, after the brief tour of the inside of the cave, we see uh, Alfred helping cut the suit off of Bruce so he can stitch him up. Whew. And once he gets it off him, this is an interesting uh, thing to see. We we don't usually get looks like this, but there's a, a really Alex Ross-inspired panel where Alfred's starting to work on Bruce's back, and we see how covered with scars he is. Mm. And then we get panel-by-panel panel shots, like close-ups on specific injuries on on his body. And right beside each of those panels is a panel showing where he sustained that injury. Mm. Oh, shit. So we see uh, a scar. Uh, well, th I think it's the wound that uh, Alfred is working on right now. Mm. Uh, we see Penguin stabbing Bruce in the side. And then the next shot, we see a close-up just showing Bruce's uh, you know, demolished spine. Mm. And there's a shot beside that of Bane breaking his back. And then there's sort of an arch-shaped... Uh, branding scar on his stomach and we see the Riddler burning him with uh, with his uh, cane thing mm. with the uh, uh, question mark on top yeah. and then the three slash scars across his chest from Catwoman and we see Catwoman slashing him <laughs> and uh, this this is what uh, I, I think this is uh, <laughs> one of the things that Tom was talking about earlier uh, like the, specifically the, the Bane shot is showing Kelly Jones's cover from Batman 497, Ooh, where Bane's breaking yeah. his back, mm. and the other ones is the is the Riddler one from a cover as well. I, I feel I like that. Um, I, I, did you so you, you said that you think the Alex Ross one is for sure like an Alex Ross nod the scar? Uh, yeah, yeah. I I remember him discussing. I don't remember if it was on the show or just a, a private conversation I was having with him. But uh, the, yeah, that was definitely inspired by the yeah. Alec Ross shot. I totally felt that was super familiar. I just didn't um, didn't know if it was specifically Alex Ross. But I don't know. Yeah. What about the? Um, I was trying to think about that. Like the Riddler, like the Riddler caning the the Penguin umbrella. Are these like specific moments that he like uh, purposely threw in there and peppered in? I, I'm um, there's sure. A, I'm sure they were. Yeah. <clears throat> I was. I was thinking that. Um, I don't want to give it away because it's later in the issue. But uh, he tries to like give little nods to like every like major like event through like uh, either recreating the panel or the cover. Yeah. 
and uh, you know it like it continues like it gives us a couple pages of these it shows uh, some bite mark scars on his bicep and oh. a shot of killer croc biting him and then we've got three stab wounds in a row that are in his back and we see scarecrow stabbing him with uh, with the pitchfork thing that was sick yeah, like it, the, this whole thing, and then after we get those, then it it shows just how heavily Joker is involved in Batman's history and and all of these scars. Because after showing those other characters, characters, it's just bam, 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 wound after wound that are from Joker, Joker, Joker. So we have uh, the the bullet wound, then the uh, acid flower, then the playing cards. You know the the razor playing cards cutting him uh what was the other one uh the uh the, the flower from the click gun uh stabbing him in the neck the acid the acid on his shoulder yeah and and all these shots it's cool that uh the flashback shots go into an almost black and white you know so they're they're pretty monochromatic with just some accent colors yeah, mostly yeah. blood the cool, art it was ridiculous yeah. You get to see Faber draw these, you know, the, the rogues gather. Yeah. And uh, we get Jay's take on the Wayne family murder. So, you know, we get his shot of the Monarch Theater and Bruce and his parents coming out after watching Ma- uh, Mark of Zorro. And you know, his whole take on the Joe Chill showing up and just seeing that another it's another look at a thing we've seen many times, but you know, seeing it in this caliber art is always going to be a treat. Yeah, this is something I really wanted to talk about. Like I, I know you know, people roll their eyes every time they see the origin, but like for me personally, like this is where the character begins and ends with this moment. It it's just defines him, and um, it was like a year or two ago. Like Brian Azzarello had said something to the effect of, you know, he's still that eight-year-old kid in the alleyway. He's he's never left the alleyway, basically. You know, so it, it's um, it's really great to see it. You know, with, with this art and the detail, and they kept it. I think they kept it super basic. Like they didn't, you know. Uh, alter it yeah they don't alter it in any way you know it's just yeah one traditional what's that it's like uh the the classic traditional origin yeah they just like they didn't alter this at all and uh, my favorite panel actually is um uh when thomas wayne gets shot at the bottom left corner um you see joe chill's face like this is not the look of of a of a murderer it's like the look of somebody that lost control of the situation, you know? Yeah. Or or possibly someone who is only doing this because they were forced to. Yeah. Because there there is always that and it does it is touched on in this book that there's, you know, that possibility that Joe was made to do this. Yeah. By uh the the Moxon crime family. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the other cool thing about getting the origin in here is it's done very briefly. Like, you know, we don't really yeah. lose any of the story pages to seeing the origin over again. It it only takes up a page and a half. 
Yeah. But uh, it's it's really uh, concise panel work to just show the necessary bits. And then we're right back to, to current day. Uh, after that, we get the introduction to Barbara. So Barbara is in, uh, in a gym and jumps on a treadmill and she's watching uh, the news while she's on there. And it's, uh, there's a report of a comedian that was murdered. And this is an interesting thing because we also get uh, a look at Barbara's scar yeah. from the Joker. And, yeah, that uh, was uh, gruesome, right? Yeah, so we see, you know, obviously it's the scene from Killing Joke, so she's you know, having those memories of answering the door and Joker standing there with the gun and putting a bullet uh, in her stomach that hit her spine on the way out. But uh, it's cool that we're seeing... It's not just showing wounds just for the sake of showing wounds. What it's really showing is each character's connections to the Joker and their specific drive and motivation for dealing with him. Mm. The, the mental scars, too. Then we get Jason. We certainly that, do. I thought this Red Hood uh, costume, like, I, I'm not a big fan of the character because I... I wish he was still in the grave, but um, <laughs> <laughs> this costume. Grumps definitely amazing. voted for Jason Todd today. <laughs> yes, no, I definitely took a true story. I voted for Jason Todd to die, but um, I mean this costume is awesome. It's a basic with a black pants with a black jacket, but he's got the Robin, a, a version of the Robin tunic on. And uh, an R symbol on his belt, and he's got an actual. Still got the red helmet, but he's got an actual red hood. And I was like, "Ah, oh, this is great." He looks. And then he, and then he has, uh, like traditionally, he should uh, the domino mask underneath. Yes. The helmet. Yeah. Oh, it's it, it's really cool to see him in, uh, you know, some traditional elements of not only Red Hood, but also of, you know, the, the Robin that he used to be. Yeah. And uh, it shows you how cool the Robin tunic can look when it's not uh, incorporated uh, with, you know, fairy boots and uh, <laughs> a Speedo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing that's really cool here when they, uh, I guess, you know, Jason fighting the thugs and blah, 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 and they get them on the ground and they show the, the scars from the crowbar on his head. Yeah. I don't recall ever seeing anything like that. So that was you know, pretty cool to see. Yeah, it was a clever way to work in a situation where you can see a close-up shot of the back of his head mm. and see, you know, like if you, I, I'm sure everyone has seen someone who has a scar on their head somewhere and, you know, it's it'll be a spot where hair doesn't grow. So you can see those clearly on the back of Jason's head. He has yeah. all those lines where his skull got cracked open by that crowbar. And then they show the skull crack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they certainly do. <laughs> he ends up in a in a, a pretty good fight. I mean, he you know he breaks this guy's arm like something awful. Um, as he's, you know, uh, interrogating and looking for the Joker. Yeah. 
Oh, and that's one thing I, I forgot to uh, to mention. So as it's showing the these characters having these memories, as we see the memories of Bruce's uh, scars from the Joker, uh, which page is it on here? I want to find exactly where it is. Where is scars? Shit, where is it? Should have made a note of where this was because it's a, a theme that comes back. Oh, yeah, there it is. So uh, the final panel of Bruce's flashback before it cuts to Barbara on the bottom corner, uh, the bottom right panel, it says number one, the criminal. Yeah. And then where Barbara is attacked, it says number two, comedian. And then at the end of Jason's segment, it says number three, the clown. Yeah. So we're being introduced to which of these Joker personalities has been uh, the cause of each character's uh, physical and emotional scars. And then it takes us right to the scene at uh, Ace Chemicals. Which is basically a recreation of, uh, I guess, the flashback scene from Killing Joke. Mm-hmm. When, uh, when uh, Joke, uh, whatever, Joker and the mobsters uh, first encountered the police and Batman. Yeah. And uh, what, we're sh- what we find out here is that someone has left three Jokerized corpses uh, laying there at the scene. One is dressed in the red hood. Uh, outfit the traditional Joker Red Hood outfit with the big uh, dome uh, helmet, and then the two other, you know, the, what would be known as like sort of his uh, lackeys. Actually, these guys are the mobsters. They're yeah, they're the, they're the ones that that had forced him into doing the yeah. crime. But I yeah. think the uh, I believe the B, the GCPD see them as being. Um, his uh, his lackeys, his sidekicks. Yeah, 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 Because yeah. so, so, yeah. I, I don't think uh, the GCPD in the original uh, in the original setting of the story ever would have known that you know they were the ones who had put him up to being there. Yeah, yep, that's true. So they they still aren't uh, still aren't <clears throat> any wiser to that. But uh, yeah, I thought that was real cool to bring back these guys, and and they even brought back. Uh, Joker. Uh, he didn't have a name in the book, um, but yeah, that's that's looks like just like the guy that fell in the chemicals, mm. the comedian. So what we begin to find out here, as uh, the police are on the scene, and then Batman shows up, and Batgirl shows up after, is we're finding out that uh, three different iconic Joker scenes have been. Uh, the scenes of murders uh, all on this one night, all at the same time. So there were reports of Joker being seen at three different crime scenes at the same time by different eyewitnesses. And there's an interesting part here because we see Commissioner Gordon talking to both Batman and Batgirl, and it brings up that that idea, does, does Jim know? 
Yeah. <laughs> that Barbara is Batgirl. And uh, Bruce even asks Barbara a few pages later. Yeah. Uh, Does he know you're Batgirl? Because uh, that uh, Jim had given him a disapproving look. Mm. And Barbara kind of brushes it off, says, no, he's, you know, we're just preparing for the worst. But I I think there's likely more to it than that. I, I think he does. From the realistic standpoint of it, you know, you can't really shine a, a realistic spotlight on yeah. things that happen in comics. But from <laughs> a realistic standpoint, you're going to be able to recognize your daughter, even if yeah. her forehead is covered. <laughs> I get, like, I completely agree. Like, you don't want to shine that light on it, but it, yeah. it, like you said, it's his daughter. Like, and I, I think even in, in Killing Joke, he, he knew. I thought he he knew. I thought there was a brief, I don't know, in, in her apartment, they, they discussed it or, you know, I don't know, I can't remember. You can sort of look at it in the same respect uh, as, does Jim know who Batman is? Yeah. Does, does yeah. Joker know who Batman is? You know, all the, these characters that you suspect they may know, but they're never going to, to say anything because, you know, they, they don't want to know. Yeah. For the most part. So after uh, after the Ace Chemical scene, so we've got uh, the the guy who played the part of you know the the Joker, you know the the actual Red Hood uh, character in in this recreation is in an ambulance being taken to the hospital, and. Uh, we find out that that wasn't a paramedic that was in the back of the ambulance with him, but uh, it was Red Hood. And he starts to put a beating on on this poor Joker, toxin-infected asshole. Ben, yeah. uh, you know, I, I call him an asshole because he does reveal later that he had looked this guy up and he had a rap sheet and, you know, was yeah. had, a, I think, a, a record for uh, domestic abuse on his own child. Yep. So he was trying to press him for uh, for some information on where the Joker was, what his his role in this whole thing actually was. Batman gets in there, sort of uh, puts a stop to to Jason. How about the you know real quick? How about the the visual of the Batmobile? It's like there's a couple of different things going on here. There's like the '89 windows and then the fin from. I guess the fin goes back to whatever the uh, 40s, 50s Batmobile. And uh, I think it's I think it was also an element in the Killing Joke Batmobile, wasn't it? Yes. Yep. It was. Yeah. So another throwback to that as well. Yeah. Yeah, Very cool Batmobile, especially when you see that first look at it, uh, where it's uh, leading the ambulance. It it looks like it is the 89 Batmobile. Yeah. Until you start to scrutinize that a little closer and you can see that, yes, yeah, just the single fin and the, there are some differences in the body, but it, it looks pretty close to it. Yeah, it's a nice uh, combination mashup, I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, so what's going on now? Batman jumps in the ambulance, breaks up the interrogation. And we find out that... Uh, Bruce had already 
either had already or just on the spot puts together that Jason had already been tracking Joker since he had recently escaped Arkham. And, uh, and they make the decision that uh, they should all be working this together instead of going at it separately. Got a full page of a raccoon. Right. <laughs> uh, this is where things get interesting. We see Joker uh, arriving with the in that uh, tanker truck full of the chemical that was taken from Ace, arriving at this you know sort of a cabin in the woods, and he knocks on the door and. The door is answered by the killing joke joker. You know, he's got on the Hawaiian shirt and the hat. So we're already presented with two jokers in the same place at the same time speaking to each other. And they begin talking about who uh, you know, one of them refers to as the boss. And then we see the first joker who appears... I sort of take this to be if the theme that we see throughout the book is that uh, over the years, Joker has Joker talks and many people and twisted their bodies and their minds. Mm -hmm. So what we could be looking at here is a situation where the original Joker has, it's possible that he has Jokerized and, sort of uh, Stockholm syndromed, you know, brainwashed these other guys that he has poisoned into acting as him. Yeah. So that's one possible way and a little more grounded than, you know, the, there have been people having ideas of, well, maybe these are uh, different jokers that were brought in from different worlds in the multiverse you know alternate realities but the story seems like it's going to be more a lot more grounded than the whole multiverse angle so i feel like it's a much more likely scenario that you know this could be a situation where these other guys that we think are jokers were just sort of lackeys that were uh, sort of spawned by the original Joker so that he could do these things and be in multiple places at once. Mm. Yeah, that, I I could agree with that. I think that would be a better scenario for me. I don't I don't want this to take a supernatural you know turn or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and and it really doesn't feel like that is the case. You know, outside yeah. of the idea that uh, being dropped into a vat of toxic waste will do anything other than kill you. Yeah. Uh, aside from that, everything is, you know, as in, in comic terms anyway, everything is pretty uh, grounded in reality. Yeah. yeah. On, on a comic level. Uh, so after that meeting where it ends with the three Jokers uh, making plans for where they're going next, you know, what, what the uh, the next step in the plan is, we cut to Bruce, Jason, and Barbara arriving at one of the other crime scenes. Uh, I think it was—I think it was one of the crime scenes. Yeah, uh, the Gotham Aquarium. Yeah. Uh, that's been shut down because of a broken water main. Mm. So they arrive to start checking the place out, and 
I think this might be a new aspect that uh, they've added to the bat suit here. Mm. Whereas that uh, oval bat symbol on the chest is actually sort of a, a torch. You know, yeah, like da- a, David a Finch had that. Legends of, was yeah. it Legend? Did he have that? Yeah, David ah, Finch. Okay. So I think they're yeah, bringing yeah, it yeah. back. Yeah. And Batman Incorporated it. So. Yeah, they had it. Yeah, that's before they... They had it before they stopped using the oval bat symbol, and now it looks like it's back. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I like he's just walking around with it lit. It looks like a loom cube on his chest. (laughs) 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 You like that? Uh, That was clever. (laughs) (laughs) We got some Joker fish there. Always cool. Yeah, and uh, Joker fucking shark. Where we get a throwback to another iconic Joker thing, you know, as they're. Arriving into the aquarium, we see you know all these fish in in the aquarium itself that are all jokerized. But things sort of get one upped here as mm. uh, slowly out of the darkness, a jokerized shark. Go build the f- these up to blast. Build a fig. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, yo, I want a joker shark. I don't know why no one's done it for so long. <laughs> it took this long. <laughs> that is amazing. Smiling shark. And uh, then we go to another. Uh, oh, you got your own Joker shark there. <laughs> you guys don't see it, but you can uh, hear this. But uh, the Grumpler was holding up his own uh, sort of Jokerized shark. McFarland toys shark. So we we see another throwback here after uh, Jason uh, alerts the others that uh, his helmet is alerting him that. Uh, multiple security doors have been opening across the facility mm. so they now know that they're not alone and mm. just as they're saying this there's a, a room full of thugs descending upon them and they're led by everyone's old favorite uh, it's gaggy <laughs> is that is he from the killing joke is that the guy uh, I, he, he could have been one of those guys but he originally showed up as like one of joker's little well, that that wasn't you know and pun intended there uh he was originally introduced as one of joker's sort of sidekick lackeys like way like something in i think it's like batman 186 maybe Mm. 166 something like that yeah and he he's popped up a few times through the years but i can't remember the last time he showed up in Mm. anything and these thugs are a throwback to like the Batman 66 thugs yeah. with the name tags. And yeah. Things. Yeah. The pow biff tags. <laughs> Yo, biff from Back to the Future. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. That Joker Ice Shark go, uh, bangs through the glass and just chews up the, the guy, the, the, the sidekick. Well, the that, that's largely due to uh, Jason starts shooting, and some of the thugs too. You know, the, mm, there are yeah. bullets flying and hitting the glass, but Jason sort of puts the last couple shots through, and leaves Gaggy in the line of fire <laughs> as this uh, as this shark comes through and nearly swallows him whole. Yeah, but you know, just ends moment up of silence for Gaggy. Poor Gaggy, you will be missed. <laughs> Half of you. <laughs> Uh, so this is followed by uh, one of the Jokers arriving on the scene. So this would be the, uh, I guess, the comedian Joker. You know, he's yeah, he's got a yeah a fishbowl of the piranha laughing fish, and he's also equipped with the uh, acid flower. So 
the three of them quickly put a, a little group beating on this uh, on whichever you know whether this is the real joker or not they put a a pretty quick and brutal beating on him and leave him lying unconscious mm. uh, at which point uh, Batman gets communication from Jim Gordon about something else going down that they have uh, located one of the other jokers hmm. so uh, Bruce decides to leave Jason and Barbara here to secure this Joker that they just took out and make sure nothing else goes down here and that they're going to to hold on to this one. And after he leaves, we start seeing the arsenal of stuff he's got on him. He has the the razor cards and he uh, nearly takes Jason out with the acid from the flower. (laughs) And then he begins with some pretty heavy mind games on Jason. Mm, yeah. Uh, Jason, you know, tries to stand up to him and you know, explain that he's the Red Hood, in you know, to to own what Joker did to him. You know that he he thought he had taken him out and mm. and he did. You know, so he's he's using Joker's former identity to to own what Joker put through put him through. And uh, then Joker really, in a matter of moments, just emotionally tears Jason apart you yeah. know, by recounting everything that he did and uh, telling him, you know, recounting what he made him say while he was beating him and, you know, making Jason beg for his life. And, you know, Jason told him, I'll do anything. I'll do anything you want. I'll be your Robin. Mm. Yeah, yeah oh, it's man. crazy. That was tough. Mm-hmm. And, and then he he makes it real personable, uh, personable makes it extra personal by explaining how he's done everything he wanted to. You know, like this was never about you. This was always about Batman. So yeah. maybe the best way to hurt him was for me to take you just to the edge of death, but then to leave you broken, and always being a memory for him of what I did to you. Mm. So you, know, you you've been doing exactly what I wanted. You are my rock. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. And then that that iconic uh, picture, the cover from God, I forget this. The last issue of Death De- in the Family. De- Death in the Family. Yeah, yeah that that Mike Magnola cover. Oh yeah. shit! Back throwbacks. And what then? What does Jason do about all of this? Mm. Well, he got pushed just far enough over the edge that he just puts one right through Joker's head. Yep. Fucking blasts him in the head. Chasing Todd, boy. Fucking booker, booker. And he's smiling all the way to the floor. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And that's another thing that makes me think that he was doing exactly what he was ordered to do by what would, in my mind, be the real Joker. You know, the one that's pulling the strings here is the original and sent him on this mission to to further you know create this difficulty between the three not not the three of them but the the three of batman jason and barbara yeah so yeah and then barbara storms out of there really upset about this and then uh jason todd's he insinuates she missed on purpose oh that's right yeah 
yeah, like you know, this this isn't this really isn't baby. what you wanted. Yeah, baby. And then uh, <laughs> and then <laughs> Jason's like, man, I hope that was the right one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that that is a uh, that is a good point that you brought up where he does insinuate. Yeah, because he says, well, let me ask you this: When's the last time you missed? Mm. Because she had missed him with that battery. Oh shit. And that's what used her to storm out. I was thinking, like, why, why didn't she just, you know, as I was, as I was reading, like, why didn't she stand next to him and, I don't know, put knock Joker over, it, you know? Yeah. But she went after Jason, which, you know, I don't know. This is up to the reader to, you know. Yeah, it leaves you to question how committed she was to actually stopping him from yeah. killing the Joker. Yeah. So that's one down. So and I I didn't expect the story to go this way, you know. Um, I yeah. I didn't uh, consider the fact that we were going to see right in issue one the death of one of these jokers. Yeah. Yeah. No. And, uh, I mean, once he was in the chair, and once he got to that point, so this this might happen, but yeah, you know, before the book, I. I definitely didn't expect that. <clears throat> so, uh, so issue one, I guess we could do a quick little fiver out of uh, out of five Lysol cans, Grumps. What do you think <laughs> of issue number one? How many? I'm sp- gonna give it four out of five. Four out of five, not bad. I just, you know, the art is amazing. Like this, this is the best you can see these characters ever, and, and mm. I love the classic Batgirl costume, classic Batman. Mm. Uh, and and the story was was good. I thought you know it was entertaining, you know, yeah. comic book, and and it's you know, death in the family, killing joke mashup. Mm. The only thing I I didn't kind of if I had to knock it a little bit is is uh, I guess Jeff Johns or, or I don't I don't know who made this decision. Like, uh, he did this at Doomsday Clock as well in trying to Alan Moore the thing. Mm. Yeah. Um, but, but you know that's that's for me that's <laughs> yeah. like a minor, <laughs> Jeff <minor>. John <laughs> Jeff John is just fucking going at Alan Moore's material. <laughs> I love uh, it. I'm sorry, he who shall not be named. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, four out of five. It's a it's a great book. Dane, not you bad. Really buy this. Not bad. What about you, Robin? What do you give the first issue? Uh, I'm going at four at the moment. I'm I was also giving it a four, mm. but. I will add that once we have the context of the two remaining issues, yeah. once we know what part in the story this issue, just how much of the story this is telling, and yeah, depending how the rest of it plays out, that that, that four could go up. Mm. Yeah, I, I could see that happening. Nice, nice. Yeah, so everyone... Three Jokers, Issue 1, Jeff Johns, Jason Fabic. I want to add in, uh, we had a message here in the chat from Tom after he had to disappear. So he just wanted to include, I hope so bad it ends up being explained by time travel, and the three Jokers are past, present, and future, all in present time. Grumps is going to flip a table. (laughs) (laughs) Dan, that'd be crazy, actually. Nice... Hopefully you could get your Batman Joker playing card from your local comic shop if they still have yes. 
while supplies last when you go pick and, up your copy for yeah, everything. And, and make sure that you do get it because yeah. each issue is going to have a different card. Oh, so shit, the, yeah. the card for this one is, you know, one, it's Joker, and then on the flip, uh, you know, what flip mm. the card and the, the other side is Batman. Yeah. The other two will obviously be Batgirl and, and Jason. Yeah. Which is, is the, it's the back cover of the book, correct? Yeah, they get uh, something back. Yes, so. yes, back yeah, that's on the back. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, yeah, indeed. Similar to the Killing Joke cover. I yes. one thing I, I didn't expect. I don't know if you guys were the same. I didn't. I should have, but I didn't expect the mashup of stories. Just cool. Mm, uh, maybe it is cross traveling. I don't know with the stories and the family. Yeah. Uh, but the, the fact that the story brings up the possibility that like the the. The, I didn't just invent that. It's actually in the dialogue in the issue that uh, you know Joker has been for years. Uh, Joker, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, infecting people with these toxins and you know turning in turning them into what we see. You know, like the, mm. these these uh, Joker smiles on on these bodies that have been left you know by the thousands all over Gotham for decades. Shit. So that brings in the possibility that this is a very much more grounded idea that, you know, he has just created sort of soldiers to do his bidding. Mm. And it that would take us away from the idea of this, you know, could be more of like a supernatural or a time travel or a multiverse thing. And that does make me uh, more enthused for the story, thinking that it's going to be something grounded and not, uh, you know, any sort of magic explanation. Yeah. I wonder if they if they wind up referencing the the Mobius chair. Oh, I wish, man. We need a fig of that. Hey, McFarlane Toys, Batman <laughs> Mobius chair from the Dark Side War. Oh man, he's like I'm God now or some shit like that. Just yeah. that is so badass. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. I wonder if they're gonna reference that. You know, I could see them doing a build the throne. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I I could see them doing that. You know, we gotta get in somebody's ear because they 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 did the Hellbat fig. So there's no reason they shouldn't do the the Mobius chair Batman. Um, and Matt, you know, no disrespect to Imagine X or whoever does that, <laughs> but but it's like, yeah, we need a we need a solid. We gotta get in McFarlane's ear for that. But uh, but yeah, Batman three Jokers. Um. We got another banger. Hey man, you yeah. know. Uh, and uh, keep keep your uh, keep your eyes on uh, on our Instagram, Spotify, you know, YouTube, where, wherever you listen to the show. In the very near future, we will be doing another episode to go through this issue with Jason Fabok. Yes, sir. All right, everyone. Bad Force Radio, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. Bad Force out. Hey, Gotham dwellers. Make sure to stop everything right now and subscribe to Bat Force Radio. We can be found on iTunes and SoundCloud. Don't miss out. Guaranteed to satisfy all of your Batman and DC needs.